hello youtube family i'm so happy to see you guys so today i'm coming with you uh with some dreams that i had last night and before i had these dreams last night i actually spent the whole day fasting and before i went into the fast i was like lord i'm going into this fast um here are just some things uh i want to come to you about um and seek your face about and i was like um one if you can let me know any timing um on your coming sorry plane flying by hopefully you can still hear me okay um, one if you can let me know any timing on when you're coming Two, let me know how much we're gonna see before you get here because um, I didn't think we would get this far in seeing all the stuff precursor to tribulation with like mandated masks and all that stuff I didn't think we would get that far so I'm at this point where I know we're safe from all the trouble but I was trying to figure out what's all the trouble and what some of the stuff we're gonna have to go through what do I have to do to prepare myself to any of the trouble that we go through right and I, I totally believe in pre-tribulation rapture I believe before um, we go uh, before the world goes through tribulation the church has to be birthed out that's why there's always a, a, a Gentile bride um, and then a Jewish bride, the Gentiles usually always first, um, well, always is first. It's the same story told over and over. But before I dive into this dream, uh, dreams, you have to understand what Nephilim are. Nephilim are the offspring of fallen angels. In Genesis 6, when the fallen angels came down to have um, intimacy with the daughters of men, and they created giants, those giants also can be translated into Nephilim. Um, and it's kind of interesting how everything goes down. So I'm going to get right to it. So I'm going to tell you the dreams and then I'm going to give interpretation as I go and then kind of like a whole overall thing. So check this out, family. This is crazy. So I go on this fast. I'm like, Lord, what do you want to reveal? I'm all ears, all eyes, whatever you want. And if I get nothing, so be it. I just spent this time with you. I totally get it. But he was graceful. He was merciful. And he answered my prayer um, in a mighty way. So scene one starts off like this. I'm in a movie theater. Um, I took notes uh, this time. So I'm in a movie theater and there's this guy giving a presentation on Nephilim. And I were right at the end of the presentation and the professor says, hey, is there anyone in here who's a Nephilim? I'm like, that's a weird question to ask. And then uh, one of my friends that none of you guys know, well, one of my brother's friends, um, I recognized her right away, but she rose her hand and said, I'm Nephilim. And I was like, oh, you know, I was like, oh my goodness, she's Nephilim. And the professor goes, was it, would anybody like to ask her any questions? I'm like, I'll ask her some questions. Um, so she comes up and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm in, I'm like talking to a Nephilim right now. Not in like a, oh, they're so cool, but in a, oh, like, I know these people are wicked, like super wicked. And I'm like, man. I'm good though, cause I got Jesus. Like I was thinking this time, like I'm good cause I got Jesus. I'm just asking her some questions and get on with it. So I was asking her some questions, but the only question that I remember asking her was this one. The first question I asked was this, and it was the only one I remember. It says, I said, is your mom or dad Nephilim? And what I meant by this is, were your parents uh, embodiments of Nephilim, like only Nephilim? And she looked at me and she laughed, she goes, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't work like that. And when she spoke, it wasn't a female voice. It was a straight demon voice. So I could recognize, oh my goodness, she, she, this, this ain't her. This, this is the Nephilim, right? And 
she he demon laughs goes <laughs> no it don't work like that and this is what she said i said ha 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 no it don't work like that i am a spirit that inhabits this body after this body goes i just go to another body so the spirit of the nephilim is in ordinary people and uh, some interpretation behind it is a lot of the times you have to do certain rituals to become famous or become certain um, levels in society. And what you have to do, you have to totally surrender your spirit to these demons. And when you do that, you actually become inhabited by the Nephilim spirit, right? So I was like, man, that's so interesting because I thought, which is still somewhat true, but from my understanding, um, I thought Nephilim were just their own being body soul and spirit like we were but that's not necessarily if any time the case if anything very minimally but for the majority that uh she was stating she said no it don't work like that what happens is we embody bodies so our spirits enter bodies and then we're able to control the body and i was looking at uh, the girl talk and move and speak and there was no personality left of the girl that I knew it was straight just Nephilim spirit and I was like oh my goodness but what was uh what was strange is the Nephilim be sorry um, the Nephilim could turn on and off when it decided to come out so like um, it, it could talk like the girl but still be Nephilim and disguise itself as the girl but it could also still, uh, because of the dream and the Lord was revealing it to me, for the most part, it stayed in that Nephilim demon voice so I can understand, oh my goodness, I'm talking to a Nephilim. So then that that's in scene one. Um, and then after a little bit, um, no, I didn't ask any of the questions, but the Nephilim started explaining to me some things. And I was like, wow. And it, and it says this. Um, I remember it's a, oh, so she started just stating facts about Nephilim and the one fact that I remember in the dream that was specifically mentioned was that they could really tell when somebody wanted sex or like fornication and what they would actually do is they would stir up the spirits around every person to get that one person to fall so let's say um, let's say I'm really wanting you know sex right now and the Nephilim spirits are all around me but they don't uh, they don't appear obviously as Nephilim what would happen is I will walk down the street and Person by person you can see the Nephilim take over and then start to speak out say hey You want some of this? Hey, you look cute da 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 So as I'm walking down this little pathway I see the Nephilim spirits take over people as I'm going to try to entice me to fall and Thank you Sadie. Thank you. You want to bring me your stick? And what would happen is they would, uh, sorry, having a puppy is, is fun. They would entice all the spirits around the person they were trying to get to fall and they would just take over that spirit or that body. And then, um, yeah, that, that was the, uh, no, no, that's not the end of scene one. And then the last scene of, uh, scene one or dream one is this. I was, uh. I was getting ready to leave, but what happened was the Nephilim was trying to get me to, like, uh, get taken away by her. And she kept pulling my arm saying, you know, she was really sweet, but she said, Let, let's go. But she was trying to yank my uh, my arm, and I was just like, no, I'm, I'm covered in the blood of Jesus. Like, no, in Jesus' name. Um, and then she looked at me straight up, and, and the, <clears throat> excuse me, in the Nephilim voice, she was like, I hate that name. Don't Don't say that name. And I'm like... 
I'm gonna keep saying that name because obviously it's got some power over you. So I kept saying Jesus, 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 and then I woke up. Um, that was the end of dream one. So scene two slash dream two, when I woke up, I literally didn't stay awake for more than 10 seconds. It was just like the Lord letting me know it's switching scenes. So like I woke up, I was like, man, that's a wild dream. And then um, about 10 seconds later, I fell back asleep. And scene two starts off like this. I'm in an apartment building. It's the same Nephilim. But then on next to me is my god brother, right? Um, I'll just use the name C. Um, but anyway, so there's this Nephilim, same girl. And then my god brother, C, right? And what happens is I have an understanding I'm still talking to a Nephilim, right? I don't have any comprehension of what was exchanged at this point. Um, but we were exchanging and my god brother C he kind of was acting a fool not like he was just like kind of wobbling and like leaning on me I'm like dude get it together like we are in a real spiritual war right now like this is like do you know what we're dealing with right here and he's just kind of leaning and not paying attention at all and my interpretation is this is he represented uh, the world and people who don't have the mark of the Holy Spirit. So I don't believe in once saved always saved so don't get it confused So we are sealed by the Holy Spirit and we uh, we do have the Spirit of God as a mark uh, Like in us he lives in us um, But I'm not saying we're sealed meaning it can't leave so don't get that twisted so um, we, I had the, the seal of the Holy Spirit and he represented the world and people who didn't. And what happened was um, the Nephilim took actually control, not control, uh, started to inflict pain on the people or on the world slash on my brother who didn't have the mark uh, of the Holy Spirit or the seal of the Holy Spirit. And what happened was he started shaking and having seizures and heart attacks. And in my uh, mind with the Holy Spirit, I said, oh, He's getting possessed by a demon. Let's go try to cast out these demons real quick. So I hop on his chest. I'm like, in the name of Jesus, I command you to go. But it wasn't working. And I was like, why isn't this working right now? I I'm using the name of Jesus. And what was revealed was the Nephilim actually had power uh, not to possess the person or not to put uh, demons into the people who don't have the mark or uh, who don't have the seal of the Holy Spirit. But what would actually happen is they could literally um just by their presence or by their their sheer desire just inflict pain and suffering on people thank thank you sadie thank you very much come here um bring it here they can inflict po uh, pain on these people and um so there was no demons to cast out and i was like this make that that was just new for me because I always assumed there has to be demons there for me to cast out But it was just like no this Nephilim could just look at him and because he wasn't marked They were able to inflict pain from a distance. I was like Man, but what that represented is when the church is gone They're just gonna be able to do those type of things with people who don't have the seal of the Holy Spirit They're gonna be able to inflict so much pain just from their sheer power and ability through the spiritual realm and I was like wow that that is that is powerful um what else what else i ended up having to call the police um i called the police and by the time they showed up uh the nephilim had quick inflicted all this pain and i was like that that's just new, that's just new for me 
Um, I, I never understood that before. So I was like, wow, that they they are not playing around with us. Like they hate us with a passion. But if we have Jesus, they can't touch us. So the next dream is my favorite part of the dream. Um, it's going to take a little bit of prior knowledge to understand this. But I think uh, most of you are smart enough to get this. Um, so scene three slash dream three was this. I was um, there was a classroom of about 50 people um, on the inside and I was on the outside of the classroom and I started conversing uh, with all these doctors and the doctors and I both had an understanding. Look, we got a Nephilim problem in there, right? There, there's some of them are Nephilim. Some of them are human. We, 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 we got to we got to get rid of this. Right. So we're, we're literally having this conversation. The Nephilim and the people inside have no idea that we know that they're there right they think they're still undercover so for some reason or not for some reason i'll, I'll interpret it as i go i get handed these uh gel pods but they look about the size of hockey pucks so imagine like gel pods like this big around no more about like this big around I'm trying to trying to make a circle with my hands <laughs> about this big around about the size of a hockey puck but uh about half the thickness right um some of them were just all straight black some of them were uh like a see-through blue like if you've ever seen speed stick deodorant and it's like that translucent blue it was like that and then there was another kind that was like an opaque blue where you couldn't see through it um there was only about three of those there was about 30 or about 20 uh blue ones that you could see through and the rest were just straight black and i asked them i was like okay which one does do the nephilim get and which one do the um the regular people get like are they marked somehow and the doctors looked at me and said no they're not marked you just gotta hand them out i said okay but that means some people are gonna get the wrong ones they was like yeah we, we know that's the point i said okay so i get this bag handed to me and I started passing them these gel pods out one by one. And I'm shaking in my boots. I'm like, I know I got Jesus, but this this is nerve-wracking. So I'm handing all these things out. And before I can even get like three out, one person looks at me and says, Hey, can I have more? Can I have more? Like they were just straight addicted to it. I was like, okay, whatever. I didn't hand them. I was like, sir, you have to wait until I pass all them out. If there's any left over, I will gladly hand you some. And he's like, okay, okay, okay. And then I hand out a couple more. And then I see one person just go, and just spits it on, says, you know, like it's not good. I'm like, okay, that's weird. So it kind of skips a little bit. I'm about three-fourths of the way through the room. I have more people asking, hey, can I have more? Can I have more? Can I have more? And I'm the other half, like, spitting them out. I'm like, oh, my goodness, they are getting riled up. And I get to this one person. This isn't uh, an important detail, but it's a detail that I knew but I go up to an Asian gentleman and I hand him one and he takes a bite of the black one and he just spits it right out and he looks at me and he says in the Nephilim demon voice he goes I hate this and I'm like oh my gosh and I hear literally Lucifer himself behind me and he says hey be quiet otherwise they're gonna find us out and um I knew it was Lucifer because he was kind of in command of everybody else all the other nephilim and the guy's just like shaking his head like i hate this and all of a sudden i hear music started to play and i'm like what is this music and um the one i'm talking to uh i i turn around and the one i'm talking to is behind me and then i hear lucifer again he says don't don't change the music i hate this and he starts to get riled up and um 
all of a sudden all the Nephilim shed their human bodies and they're just in spirit form and they're all about to run at me and growling and, and gnashing at me and I'm running and I dive behind this desk and I look up to the sky and I shout Jesus Jesus and dude I'm telling you it was the coolest thing I've ever seen he flies down it was like a straight I don't even know how to describe it, like sci-fi uh, you know type movie and he flies down with his staff and he just hits the ground and when he hits the ground this wide whirlwind of blue fire just comes and destroys all of them and even it was so powerful that in my uh, natural body my the wake of the force caused my entire body to move so like I'm sleeping like this and Jesus comes down and he hits the staff and my body just goes and I feel it like this and then I woke up still rotating away from the from the uh, from the force of it. So now the interpretation of all that was this: um, in the dream, the uh, the pods represented the food source of these nephilim. And uh, for some of you guys, this may be a shock to some of you, but all the abortions and stuff that Planned Parenthood do, um, all those type of things, they're a food source actually for these nephilim. If you if you remember. Um, the Nephilim ate children, they ate people, they ate so many uh, of the fields and the farm that it was impossible to feed them. So they, they just were blood hungry and they, they fed on child sacrifice and modern day child sacrifices in Planned Parenthood. A lot of the times children get sacrificed on the altar of convenience. Um, so all these children are sacrificed and they actually drink the blood of these children and uh, Planned Parenthood sells like aborted baby fetuses to the highest bidder essentially um and they they feed off of this adrenochrome that these children and all these people provide and they also feed off of idolatry worship and fornication right hence why they they try to get the entire world to fall by fornication um so they feed off all these things and those gel pods represented their food source so um with everything that's going down with like president trump and um, all the pedophiles being exposed and all that stuff. What's actually happening during this pandemic? Um, the hidden war is between the cabal um, and like the the deep state and the people who fight against it, right? So that's what the battle battle of power is all about. And what's happening is um, all these arrests and all these things are happening. So their food source of adrenochrome is getting mixed up and it's getting um, cut off, and they're going through withdrawals and all these things are happening. So they're lashing out. Um, so their worship and all these things is being cut off, but they're also at the same time getting extremely agitated and, um, you know, uh, wanting to lash out, which is why we're seeing so much demonic activity. And alongside that, we heard that, uh, the tongue of the serpent started saying, Hey, don't sing in church because what happens is God inhabits the praises of his people. And when we sing in church, it really frustrates the demons. So they, they, they hate it so much they put it into the natural world saying, hey, people in church don't sing. But what happens when we sing and churches started to sing, it agitated them so much and it made them want to work even harder to destroy the church, right? But remember, uh, Jesus said, "You upon this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. So um, because the, the gates of hell won't prevail against the church, when I was running away, um, and all the voices started coming at me, what that was representing was that uh, the before rapture, what's gonna happen is we're gonna seem like we're such in a tight corner and it's gonna seem like 
everything's gonna crash on top of us. But before even a finger can touch the church, Jesus is gonna swoop in and save the day, right? So I was asking the Lord before I went on the, you know, the fast, I was like, Lord, how, how much tribulation are we gonna see before we're out of here? And he's gonna say, look, this is what, this is what the interpretation told me. It's gonna look like it's gonna get so bad and they're gonna have all these threats. They're gonna say, look, be afraid of this, be afraid of this, look at this. And it's even gonna come to a point where they may, may even put it into legislation. And they're gonna, and it's gonna seem like, look, you're about to get the marker, you're about to get the vaccine, you know, line up, da 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 da, all this is about to happen. But before anything can lay a finger on us, that's when Jesus snatches, snatches us up, okay? Um, and I was so grateful for that interpretation because I was like, man, Lord, like it's starting to look really, really bad. I have all the faith in the world in you, but my faith was put in my own terms in the sense of, I didn't, I didn't think we were going to get as far as mandated masks. Like I thought we was going to be out even before that, but I'm, I'm sitting here. I'm like, well, I'm still here. So I really don't know how much trib, uh, tribulation, not great tribulation, but how much, um, yeah, tribulation I'm going to see before the lord comes and gets us like i i just don't know how much to prepare how much not to prepare so i was just like okay lord you're gonna have to let me know so i can do your will and sure enough he was like look it's gonna look like they got us the church surrounded it's gonna look like they got us it's gonna look like you're gonna have to get all this stuff and then all of a sudden you get snatched up so i was like amen that's good so if you're a church please continue to sing because that disrupts the plans of the enemy um if you don't have the holy spirit uh, seek Jesus. He's the only one who can give it to you. Um, you know, uh, believe that Jesus Christ died and rose again on the third day um, and turn away from iniquity and you get born again. And when you are born again, you get born of the water and the spirit. Amen. So there's that. Um, but yeah, that was my three dreams that I had that were extremely powerful. Um, but yeah, thank you guys all for watching. Um, if you have any questions or prayer requests, please ask. But remember, our battle is not against Black Lives Matter. Our battle is not against uh, Police Lives Matter. Our battle is not against LGBTQ, now A, right? They're, they're trying to put in age fluidity saying pretty much a grown man can have sex with little boys. We knew that was coming, all right? Um, our battle is not against them. It's the spirits behind all of that. Um, remember, in the spirit of uh, Sodom and Gomorrah, what was happening is they went uh, entirely homosexual, right? There was no one in there who was straight anymore, which is why Lot offered his two daughters because he knew the entire people were homosexual. So they were like, all the men that were there, they made a pact like, hey, we're not gonna have sex with women essentially, right? And what happens, Lot offered his two daughters because he knew if he put his two daughters out there, nothing was gonna happen to him because they were all homosexual. So he was like, yo, you can have my daughters, but he was like, no, no, no. no. You know, they were like, no, we want the, the angels so we can abuse them. But the spirit of homosexual was so uh, dominant in the culture um, that it it caused it to be destroyed. And what I'm trying to say is it was the spirit behind it, not the actual people, right? So when the spirit spirits of all these things become so strong, remember, don't fight against the people. Because when you fight against the people, you let the spirits win because they go untouched. So... The spirits behind all these movements is very strong and very bewitching, right? 
and they love to cause division like so if you start arguing with these people the spirits behind them are laughing and giving these people everything to say and if you actually listen to the things they say it makes no sense right the claims that they make make no sense um if you say all lives matter well you're not saying black lives matter so now you're in trouble if you say black lives matter uh then you're against police and if you say blue lives matter then you're against black lives matter so it's like it's like all these things that make no sense and it's only to continue to cause friction and all these things when the real problem is we lack uh, understanding of salvation we lack an understanding of the blood of Christ knowing that the blood of Christ covers all our sins what do you want Sadie puppies um but yeah so know Jesus have the blood of Christ have your name written in the book of life because if it's not found in the book of life you inherit uh, eternal darkness outer darkness weeping and gnashing of teeth hellfire for eternity okay um, but yeah that's all I got to say today um, I love you guys um, be with Jesus He's with Thank you, Sadie. I'll see you guys in the next video. Bye-bye.